0: Welcome to episode 58 of George's Random Astronomical Object. Every episode, I run a random number generator to select random astronomical coordinates in the sky, and I then search for an astronomical object near those coordinates and talk about what makes the object so interesting to astronomers. So, I will now run the random number generator. And the coordinates for this episode are 19 hours, 50 minutes, 33.9 seconds right ascension and plus 32 degrees, 54 minutes, 51 seconds declination. These coordinates point to the star Chi Cygni. This is a red variable star at a distance of 520 light years or 160 parsecs in the constellation Cygnus. If you want to find it in the sky, it's located within the lower part of the cross that forms the center of the constellation. The binary star system at the southwestern tip of the cross is named Alberio, while the bright star halfway between Alberio and the center of the cross is named Eta Cygni. Chi Cygni is located just southwest of Eta Cygni. However, like I said, it's a variable star, so depending on when you look, you may need a telescope. Chi Cygni is one of many stars called Mira Variables, and they're named after the star Mira in the constellation Cetus, which is a much lamer constellation than the constellation Cygnus. Originally, these stars were non-variable stars about the same size as the Sun, or to be more precise, with masses eight times the mass of the Sun or less, that fused hydrogen into helium in their cores. However, their cores eventually filled up with helium, And after this, the stars became red giants and went through a phase where that helium in the star's cores was fused into carbon or oxygen. Now, the cores of Mira variables are completely filled with carbon and oxygen, and because the stars aren't that large, they don't have the mass to trigger the fusion of that carbon and oxygen into heavier elements. So the carbon and oxygen just sits there. However, the fusion of hydrogen into helium continues in shells around the cores of these variable stars, and the star's outer atmospheres end up becoming unstable and begin to pulse in cycles. First, the star's outer atmospheres expand, but then the gas becomes more transparent and cools, causing the gas layers to contract. The gas, as it contracts, becomes more opaque and warms up, and the star's outer atmospheres expand again. This cycle, which takes several months for a typical mirror-type variable star, repeats itself for a very long time. Cygni itself was discovered to be a mirror-type variable star in the 17th century by the German astronomer Gottfried Kirch. He was also known for several other astronomical discoveries, some of which were actually by his wife Maria, but I think the discovery of variability in Kai Signy was by Gottfried himself, partly because he did it a few years before he got married. One night in July 1686, Gottfried was looking at an area around the Nova CK Volpeculae and noticed that Kai Signy was missing. However, when he looks again in October 1686, Kai Signi had reappeared. He then started monitoring the star and determined that it brightened and dimmed over a very long period of time that he measured to be 405 days. This cycle has been more accurately measured to be 408 days by modern astronomers, although the length of this cycle could vary by a few days from cycle to cycle. Impressively, when Gottfried Kirch died in 1710, his wife Maria and his son Christfeld continued to watch the star brighten and fade until 1738. The star has been monitored by other astronomers ever since. One of the most impressive things about Kicely is that it is one of the brightest mirror variable stars in the sky as seen from Earth. Okay, that doesn't quite make sense for something to be both the brightest thing in the sky and variable in brightness at the same time. So let's say that Cygni is one of the mirror variable stars that gets the brightest in the sky as seen from Earth. Hopefully that makes sense. Even more impressively though, its variations in brightness are very extreme compared to other mirror variable stars as well as compared to other types of variable stars in general. At its brightest, Chi-Signi can reach magnitude of about 3.3 as seen from the Earth, which is about two magnitudes brighter than the faintest stars that can be seen without a telescope. But at its faintest, Chi-Signi can drop to a magnitude of 14.2, which is about eight magnitudes fainter than what can be seen with the naked eye. Also, just to remind people, larger magnitudes in astronomy correspond to fainter things and smaller magnitudes correspond to brighter things. In physical terms, These variations in magnitude translate into variations of a factor of over 20,000 in how much light is emitted by the star. So, to get an idea of how extreme this is, imagine the difference in brightness between one LED light and 20,000 LED lights, and you get an idea of how much Chi Signi varies in brightness. Also, please write in if you actually try comparing the brightness of one LED light to 20,000 LED lights at home. Having said all of this, the variations in brightness are themselves variable, so Chi-Signi will not necessarily always get bright enough to see without a telescope or might not get as faint as magnitude 14. If you're getting confused by this discussion about a variable star where both the period of the variations in brightness can vary and where the variations in brightness can vary, just remember that Chi-Signi varies in brightness an extreme amount and that you can sometimes see it in the sky without a telescope. Because Chi Signi, at its faintest, can still be seen with a halfway decent amateur telescope, the star is a very popular target for very patient amateur astronomers who are interested in variable stars. In fact, the American Association of Variable Star Observers, among other organizations, Coordinates efforts by amateur astronomers to collect data on Chi Cygni and other mirror type variable stars and maintains databases with information about how these stars vary in brightness. And I would encourage you to visit their website at www.aavso.org for more information about variable stars and how you can get involved in observing them. Even though Chi Cygni is a popular amateur astronomy object, it still attracts a lot of attention from professional astronomers as well. In recent research, for example, astronomers using advanced imaging techniques have been able to determine that the star varies in size from about 330 to 480 times the diameter of the Sun. Astronomers interested in how stars produce heavy elements through fusion and how they form molecules in their outer atmospheres from these elements have observed cygni at submillimeter wavelengths, which, as it sounds, is a form of electromagnetic radiation with wavelengths slightly less than 1 millimeter in size, and they have found water, carbon monoxide, and hydrogen cyanide, among other molecules in the atmosphere of this star. Also, some stellar astronomers had wondered why they had difficulty measuring magnetic fields around mirror-type variable stars, so they decided to focus on Cygni because it's so bright. They were eventually able to measure the magnetic field of the star, even though it's really weak, and this turned out to be the first time anyone had been able to measure the magnetic field of any mirror-type variable star. So that summarizes what astronomers find so interesting about the extreme variable star Chi Signy. Insert guitar rift here. I really wanted to find some sort of cheesy electric guitar riff that I could use as sound effect for this podcast whenever I mentioned how extreme Signi is, but I had problems finding something that both matched the style that I wanted, and that was actually played and recorded well. Anyway, the location on the Earth's surface corresponding to the position of Signi in the sky is approximately 220 kilometers east-northeast of Bermuda in the Atlantic Ocean. You could say that the weather in this part of the Atlantic Ocean is extreme, just like Kai Signy. On the other hand, you could say that the weather in the North Atlantic is extreme, just like Kai Signy as well. The website for this podcast, which is neither extreme nor variable, is www.randomastronomicalobject.com. You can visit the website download episodes of the show, read information about the astronomical objects, view images of those astronomical objects, look up additional reference information, and send me random feedback. You can also find this podcast on Facebook and on Twitter. The audio was recorded and edited by George Bendo. The music is Immersion by Sasha Endy at www.sasha-endy.de and the sound effects are from the Freesound Project at www.freesound.org. Thanks for listening.